Welcome to episode 297 of Crack the Customer Code. Please put down that fidget spinner. Jeannie, I just wanted to let you know that I did receive your email and I'm going to get back with you sometime in 2018. <laughs> wow, way to set expectations. <laughs> I wish I could just do that though. Like, all that of your great? emails, I'll get back with you next year sometime. You're going to have an auto reply soon. <laughs> just for you. <laughs> just for me. I'm going to I'm going to have like a whole drip campaign just for you. Like you're going to go into your own automation. <laughs> so the reason I say that, Jeannie, is because we have an interesting topic today. It's mm-hmm. the idea of when you leave so much padding, when you're so worried about overpromising your response time or things like that, that actually what you're promising is already bad. Like it's bad right. service because you're already, you're giving yourself so much padding that even if you deliver on time, that's already bad service. And how do we find that line? How do we find that balance? And, uh, I thought we could dig into that a bit. Yeah. I like this topic a lot because I think in our work, you know, we talk so much about expectations because that's really what this is about, right? If my expectations are a certain way and you deliver, I, that's one kind of experience. If you don't deliver, that's a bad experience. But now, to your point, I've seen things that say things like our customer service operators are available from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific time only. <laughs> like, you can't, you know, like, don't mess with us outside of those very strict hours because they're trying to set those expectations. But if, you know, that's bad service. If I can't, if I have trouble and I need something, that's bad service. So this is a great topic to dig into because I don't think there's necessarily a perfect answer. Yeah. Because, well, first of all, it's context sensitive, obviously context dependent. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, we mentioned in an episode recently that, you know, it's not really an expectation that you or I in our businesses would have 24 seven phone support. Right. Right. But if you're Amazon or, you know, G Suite Mm -hmm. or something, and you're a global enterprise and consumer facing with millions of customers, then it probably is expected. So it is always context dependent. And one thing, you know, when we talk about this, we talk about this issue sort of in workshops and trainings we do. And one of the things you got to look at is there's two sets of expectations. There's the expectation the customer already has, and there's the expectation you want to set. And Mm -hmm. finding how to mix and match those two can be very challenging. So, for example, I read, um, I was on Customer Think somewhere, somebody had talked about Air Canada, they'd filled out a survey and uh, basically got a response saying, thank you so much for your feedback. We'll get back with you in the next 25 days. (laughs) It's like your dream response for me. Yes. Uh, 25 (laughs) days seems a little tight and a little high pressure for me. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. But that's crazy. Right. I mean, so it's like we value your feedback. Uh, Sometime this month we'll value it. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and so that's the kind of thing is like at that point, the expectation is by itself most likely bad service. In this case, it's a survey response. But what happens when you're looking into Mm -hmm. somebody's package or delivery and you know Mm -hmm. you can't get an answer for like way longer than they're going to want an answer. Right. Right. And, oh, sorry, go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say, I think I've mentioned this too, that one of the companies that I worked with long time ago, they actually were getting overwhelmed in their call center. So they just turned it off. They just said, we don't have a call center anymore. (laughs) And (laughs) you can only deal with us through 
you know, email and tickets and all that stuff. And to them, it made a lot more sense because they felt like they were disappointing people with long hold times and uh, poor service, and they were just understaffed and overwhelmed. And it happens in a lot of places. So their solution was, we're just going to remove this expectation. And where we kind of talked through it and figured out was, okay, but some of these customers are your longtime most loyal customers who have always relied on this method to reach you. So you basically just said, yeah, ignore the history that we've had. <laughs> ignore our relationship up until this point. We're setting a new type of relationship, and it's a lot less human, and it's a lot less connected. And so we really had to work through like, okay, what are the resources we have available? How can we set those expectations fairly? And let's look at the customer segments. Who's most likely to need this type of support? Let's offer it specifically to them. And let's try to get everybody else in these other channels, because they they will be more comfortable there. And I just, I always go back to that and think like, it's a real problem. Like both sides are going to struggle with that because they, you know, there are real resource limitations. And if you have too many people calling, it's really hard to provide a good experience. Um, but on the other side, if I'm a customer and I need help in that moment, that might be the channel that I'm most comfortable with. So it's a real thing that people really have to think through from both sides of that coin and understand that in some cases, you will leave people disappointed. You will not be able to meet those expectations. But the best you can do is communicate about speak, it. 25 days seems speak extreme. For yourself. Well, I mean, that was a survey <laughs> response, not a cut, you know, a response to somebody's right. feedback. I don't know if it would be accelerated if it was negative feedback or an issue. Mm. Um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't clear from what I read on that. So, you know, who knows on that, if it was negative, hopefully it would be a, a faster response. Uh, hopefully it would be a faster response in 25 days either way. Uh, mm -hmm. it, you know, to me, it's like, if you're going to say 25 days in that context, just don't respond. <laughs> I mean, <Yeah. laughs> they, you know, I mean, you know, some companies don't respond to just sort of generic quick surveys, right? Mm -hmm. They take them in. They don't necessarily respond. They have the auto response, but they don't necessarily call every person if, if they right. have a quick NPS survey and there's no problem mm -hmm. or there's no follow up. It's just the number. Uh, yeah, it doesn't mm -hmm. matter. I mean, they should. Yeah. And in a perfect world, right? They close the loop with every single person that ever clicks a mouse. Uh, mm -hmm. But we know how that works, right? Sometimes they pick and choose right. and they, you know, they do the detractors, they do the promoters, they leave the neutrals, whatever it may be. Um, but I said, you know, with that company you were mentioning, it's very interesting because, you know, that's that tendency to say, oh, if we can't do it for one, we can't do it for all. And this is a little bit off the topic here, you know, or if we can't do it for all, we won't do it for one, excuse me. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, I mean, that's the right approach is to say, okay, well, let's not take it away. Let's see how we can move other people to other pieces of the journey to other channels. Mm -hmm. And so that we can adequately staff this channel. Right. But you really have to think about it because I think it's, it's, it is kind of a knee jerk reaction to say like, well, this isn't working. Right. <laughs> right. Like this is overwhelming and stressful for our people and people are disappointed. Maybe the surveys, the transactional surveys come back and they say, I waited on hold for 25 minutes. That's not an ideal experience. So, I think that the the point that I hope people remember from this episode is that it really is about understanding, to your point, what are the expectations that are already out there and what expectations do you have to set? 
And maybe it's not for everybody. Maybe you can do this with different groups or specific customers, but providing something where you can bridge that gap um, without <laughs> without saying, we'll get to it when we get to it, basically, right. which is what 25 days and means, if, right? right? Well, but, if you get to that point, you know, if you get to the point where you're going to have to make a choice between communication or, you know, and the answer they want or anything like that is where the customer service training type skills come in. Cause then it's about, mm -hmm. okay, we're not going to get back with you in four days. We're going to get back with you in two days. But let me tell you right now, we're probably not going to have an answer. However, you know, assure accountability. I'm going to get this for you. I'm going to uh, ch mm -hmm. check on that. I will get back with you with an answer or a time frame at least within two days. You know, and that's where right. that's where you start getting into the, actually the skills training and the service training. How do you handle yeah. the gap when you can't do anything about the gap? Right, and avoiding language that doesn't mean the same thing. Like, I'll get back to you soon, <laughs> because awesome. that could mean all sorts of things, right? So, setting the right expectations within the context of the situation is absolutely vital, and accountability and communication. Sometimes that's what customers really need. They just need to know they're not forgotten during that process. Well, uh, tell us more about that, Jeannie. Accountability. Because <laughs> I'm going to get back to you next year. That's my plan. Oh, well, um, I'm just going to keep emailing you every day. How's that? Then you'll have a whole stack of things coming in. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going I'm to play something for you. Ready? Uh-oh. It may not play. Let's see. Oh, too bad. I was, I was trying to get a little soundtrack music in here, but it didn't work. So for all of you who are listening, that background music is uh, Genie's Skylight. We have some weather today. <laughs> I, I, yep, I was trying raining. to get a little clip, just enough that we wouldn't need to get uh, any copyright permission of Riders on the Storm by the Doors, that beautiful oh. rain <laughs> intro, but I could not do it. Sorry. The technology, uh. the technology gods were not with us today. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, if, if you hear that background, maybe you could use it as, you know, a white noise machine. Because <laughs> exactly. our, our, our goal is for you to tune us out. <laughs> well, Sleeping. I think we've solved this one. Jeannie, how about you? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I think I think the point is, you know, for everybody just to really think about this from both sides, because sometimes we talk about expectations in very uh broad strokes. And it's actually pretty nuanced in many, many cases. And so you have to really look at what are those nuances and how can you at least do a better job communicating them and uh, training the people, to your point, Adam, on the skills they need when those expectations are not aligned with customers. Right. And just remember, just because you're setting an expectation that you know you can meet doesn't mean the expectation itself is a positive customer experience. Right. All right. right, Jeannie, take us away. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to this rainy episode <laughs> of Crack the Customer Code. We're always so happy to have you join us. As you know, Crack the Customer Code is a proud member of the C-Suite Radio family. Check it all out. Go to csuitetv.com for even more in-depth content for business owners, entrepreneurs, and leaders. And make sure that you learn about me, Jeannie Walters, at 360connects.com or cxcontent.com. And make sure you learn more about me. It's my cue, right? I'm next. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Tork at customersatstick.com. We do workshops. We do training. we got a book, Be Your Customers Here. we got all kinds of good stuff. So check us out there. And just remember, until next time, take care of yourself. 
and take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.